Viewers are advised that the following program contains drug use, coarse language and sexual references which may offend some viewers. God, man, what is wrong with you? Has Smilly finally grabbed you with both hands and shaken whatever tiny piece of common sense you had left completely out of your body? Oh, what a pity! and they're unresearched about... That was out of bounds! That was out of bounds! That was out of bounds! Geelong? What happened there? What happened there? Uh, yeah, I, think, I think football has changed a lot over the last 10 or 20 years as far as physical contact goes. Anybody went for goal. Snowden keeps it oh. back in. Did that really well. And Lingle kicked a goal. Oh, oh, oh. He's kicked a Hello and welcome to episode 37 of Ida Kick That. I forgot to I forgot to play the drop at the start, Alessio. Just give me a second. Hey everybody, this is Katie Forbes, and you're listening to Ida Kick That. Hey! hey! Everyone feels good. Woo-hoo! Thanks, Katie. Yay! Big, big listener of the show. Uh, she's a pro wrestler from the United States. Definitely a big fan Woo! of the show. Yeah, uh, really, really loves the Australian Ashkazi rolls football. So, oh my God! Right. Someone get, someone get some pads on those guys. She They're to- just damaging each other. Where's their helmet? She told yeah. me. She told me she goes for Brisbane. Oh, Brisbane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah fuck yeah. Yeah, get a bit of that. Yeah. No, nah, it's just Jonathan Brown. Jonathan Brown with a mask on going, I was born in the darkness. You just adopted it. <laughs> nah, nah, Jonathan Brown got the mask on. Say, yeah, well, you were born. You might have been born in the darkness, but I, I blacked out in the darkness. So, uh. <laughs> Last thing I remember was Aka doing a handstand. That was it. <laughs> it got my, my career goes, Aka does his handstand. I get hit by a car, I retire, <laughs> now I'm doing radio hot with Sam Bang. Oh, I bite my tongue a lot. <laughs> Mick Malloy's Mick Malloy's a football personality. Like he's the Mick Malloy is the is the town drunk of Richmond. He's the Richmond punching bag. No, he's the Richmond he's the Richmond like suburb drunk. He's the guy. He's the most high profile one. That's yeah. his whole the whole gag is that like He'll be at the game and he'll be plastered. Like, oh, look, we've got Mick. Look at him. He's like, well, I love you, Richo. <laughs> 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 uh, Louis, that thing you said to me, it was fucking funny. Who's broken his heart more times? Richo or Judith Lucy? I don't know. <laughs> hot take. Hot take. Hot take. No, okay, no, what I don't get is it's bugging me. Because I just don't, I don't like it because it just it tees off it, it bites away at my um, bites away at like you know you just want things to be nice and ordered and it's like why the fuck is this different? Why what is, what's going on here? You know what I mean? Like I yep. want to when they say they're gonna wear this jumper, wear this jumper when it makes sense. They're gonna be wearing the away one, right. wear the away one. So how come every year after I do the indigenous rounds, it just reappears sporadically? For the rest of the season until we, final. We we talked about this on the podcast. I don't, I we, you tried to explain it to me like, oh, if it's this certain thing, I don't understand it either. I don't understand why the fucking yeah. indigenous jumper just keeps popping up. Like fuck, it, let's again. just wear this. Because they don't even 
Yeah, they don't even play it every... They don't even wear it consecutively. Like, they don't go, no. like, we're going to wear it for three weeks. They just wear like, oh, we wore it that week, and then we wore it again this week. And no one's even done on the Gold Coast... That Gold Coast um, Collingwood game. They weren't wearing it. But Gold Coast was wearing it. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like... It just fucking looked like a fucking Eddie Maguire, Adam Good cosplay in a way. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean I've got I've got a fucking I've got a a, a cupboard full of, of NBA jerseys because they put out six different yeah. jerseys every fucking year, and invariably yeah, yeah, yeah. one of them's cool, so I'll get one. And and they do the same thing with the AFL. The thing is, there's no consistency with it. Like, put out a fucking different jersey every round. I don't care. Like, great. Yeah, but. I'm still dirty. Just give five to Gary for fuck. Oh, they should do that. <laughs> Jordan Styles. They should give Gary Ablett Jr. the five to go into the finals. Oh, oh, what a what a great way to fucking get the dressing room. It's supposed to be hot take music. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I get it. Give I'm Gary the five. That's my hot take. Uh, that's your hot take. Ah, uh, fuck off. No, my my hot take is I'm sick of this fucking when they say um. Oh, Richmond loves the chaos ball. Chaos ball is Richmond's style of play. Chaos ball, chaos ball, chaos ball. It ain't chaos ball. There's no such thing as chaos ball. You just kick it in and hope. You've got the ball and you shimmy it around. You've got a little bit of space and you've hacked it on your fucking foot. And yeah, now you've no. kicked it to about like dead center of the fucking 50 and then 50-50 chance someone's going to fucking get it. There's no fucking chaos ball. Just kick it in and hope. No, plan, no plan is not a plan. That's it. But unless you tell everyone it that, is a plan. That your plan you is not it, a plan. Rebrand it. Wow, that's a Richmond system. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> if he didn't have that much talent at his disposable, I reckon Damien Hardwick might not have won it. Sack Hardwick. I think that's... Sack Hardwick. Get fucking... Get John Worsfold and Mick Malthouse as his assistant coach in there and they'll revolutionise that club. They'll take it to the highest that it can get to and then maybe get Paul Roos in to supervise them. Because he seems to be yeah. the only guy that can get sacked from two jobs that fucking maintain a fucking very respectable resume, even though he won one premiership. Like the Thompson, most respected man of one. Bomber there, Thompson, you know? director of football. Yeah, especially if they got to play out the season on the fucking Gold Coast again. Yeah, they haven't sorted. Yeah, they haven't sorted. I like it. I've got the fucking preseason. I've got the postseason. I've got fucking schoolies set up. What are you talking about, Bomber? So fucking worry, brother. <laughs> what do you mean the fucking club's out of money? I've got plenty. Cash. Check under the bed. All right? Just check under the bed. We'll pay Matty Rao whatever he wants. Just bring him in. Bring him in. We've got a lot of young men here. So you guys, we can, we can all be taking home one brick each. You know how much we can flip that into? And we can finally start making real money for this football club. Dusty will show you how to step on it. <laughs> um, the fucking... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> So join in the chorus and sing it one and all. Join in the chorus. North Melbourne's fucked it all. <laughs> what the fuck is going on, North Melbourne? <laughs> Sackshaw, bring back Brayshaw. That, that's that's what they fucked up. They took the Bray away. They need the Bray back. We've got Bray Shaw. He had it under control, sort of. You put Shaw in and fucked it all. Oh, I reckon man. I know North how to fix their forward line. They got a, they got a track. They, okay, they keep saying they're going to get rid of um, Ben Brown. That's a big call, big call. But For I know what? Who's going to take him? No one wants him. I know who'll take him. I know who'll take him. Who? Him. 
Channel 7. You do a direct trade, Ben Brown for Wayne Carey. We fucking get some star power oh, in the forward line again. Bring Duck back a centre-half forward. I'm all... <laughs> Yeah, bring Doc back. Doc, it's in a half four. Oh, he, yeah. he could do it. Yeah, Ben Ben Brown Ben Brown can't fucking kick, and Doc can't commentate. So it's a fucking win win for both clubs. Yeah, get a fucking shot, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a flawless transition. No one would fucking notice. Yeah, it can only go up. It can only go up from there. Fucking Channel Seven gets a new football personality. And fucking most Melbourne gets some of that leadership in the nineties yeah. that fucking took into a couple of flags. Yeah, and Ducks look, how big can the Mosh logo be on the back of me jumper? <laughs> look, fuck the eighteen, just put Mosh. <laughs> Everyone knows who I am. Don't worry about it. We'll put an actual duck on one, the front of me jumper. <laughs> give me one fucking sponsor on the back, and I'm suddenly worth more than this football club that's about to fold. It'd be worth more than the fucking <laughs> AFL. <laughs> Well, the AFL's, they've still got, what, $250 million they've got to pay back to the fucking NAB at the end of the year. Fuck, I hope they buy a lot of hot dogs at the grand final. <laughs> That's probably the uh, Gabba's money. Queensland's money, mate. Queensland's oh, Queensland's going to take all the money. And Gil Zibbett's going to be like, I can't pimp the fucking rod no more. <laughs> Next year's season's a Datsun 120B. <laughs> anyway, it's like Angry Anderson's <laughs> Mel- North Melbourne, you're fucked. Anyway, Gary Lyon had a go at you guys, and uh, he's pretty much on the money. By 37 points, there were 14 of the 21 players yep. still at the club. 21 of the players are still at the club, 14 played. The only one that's not there is Scott Thompson. So, 14 of that group are still out there, and we saw a performance on the weekend that was well, lamentable. Lamentable to the point where all of the normal North Melbourne conversations are. That's my fi- my fucking favourite bit. It's like all the normal North Melbourne stuff, like their shit, no one goes to their games. That aside. Lamentable to the point where all of the normal North Melbourne conversations are had. There and this is. is I, I know there's great North Melbourne people out there who hate this, but the, the conversation is why they're here. And, and Reece, now he has to own this. And this is a coach that comes in with... Why are they here? That, how fucking awful is that? If you're sitting at home and you're a North Melbourne fan, you've got Gary Lyon on the TV going, why, why, why are they even in the fucking league? He goes on a little bit afterwards and is like, look, I'm a Melbourne supporter. I understand. But still, like to, on TV as an analyst, be like, why are they in the fucking comp? Talk about a devil's advocate. Just move him to Tassie with Hawthorne. <laughs> fuck them both off. Send them both to fucking Tasmania. They can be the Tasmanian devils. Everyone will get behind it. Just make it a good jumper for fuck's sake. <laughs> I like that you seem like the reshore fucking... Reshore at the start of the year to reshore at the end of the year. It's like the slow degeneration of man. You've just watched the guy going from like... You've watched the guy go from like year seven to year eleven with the drug drug addiction. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like You've the Obama, the, the, the Obama photo, the Obama before office yeah. and after office. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
And Reese was just avoiding that by like, I gotta keep shaving this head. That's how he sees himself saying, just by shaving that fucking head, shaving that fucking head. Yeah, it was a fucking another shit performance. Um, yeah. The only positives to come out of this, I mean, oh man. Nah, there wasn't. There wasn't. Like, the guy can't even bullshit anymore. He's now in a battle for wooden spoon at the end. His fucking year went from like, they played this clip earlier in the week, it was like, we're here to win. He's also got the deepest voice. And any football yeah, coach, he's, he just, he's like, yeah, yeah. I know my still running around, and my uncle just keeps talking shit on radio. But I'm here to fucking win. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking, I mean, I'm gonna take what's mine. I am a shin boner. And in the end of the season, yeah, we're fucking shit. We're fucking shit. Um, there's not really anything going on. Um, I'm playing like fucking million dollar players in the twos. I've got no idea what the fuck I'm doing. That's a fact. Million dollar players in the twos. Run around in the fucking twos. Like, oh, that's the title. That's the title. That's the title of the episode. <laughs> million dollar, million dollar players, players in the twos. They should just really, not someone should just embrace what they are. They should just fucking throw like, there, everyone every year everyone goes like, "Who's North Melbourne going to throw a million bucks at this year?" Like they did it to Dustin Martin, yeah. and they did it to Jordan the goalie. Yeah. Just fucking head fuck everyone and offer a million bucks to Eddie Bet. Why yeah, yeah, not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a hundred. I'm fucking. I'm in. I'm in on that. Give Eddie a mil. Offer a million dollar contract to Eddie Bet. Why not? Just fucking admit it. Off, offer, offer, buddy Franklin the deed to Arden Street. Yeah. Even their fucking theme music's comical. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, fucking North Melbourne. Benny, you're bullshit. The fucking duck running around chasing all the players in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> North Melbourne fans, which one would you prefer as your theme music? This one? Or <laughs> you fucking know the answer. You know the answer, North Melbourne fans. Nothing good has happened really since the early two thousands. Nothing. They should up that. They should up that fucking um. That I reckon they should seriously look at Buddy. They do like a Luke Hodge situation. Why not? Buddy Franklin. Why not? Sean Burgoyne's fucking going on for a 34th season or whatever the fucck. Is he playing one more or is he done? Through. He's done this he's, year. No, he's playing another. Playing another. Playing another. He's getting the 400. Bless him. And fucking, um, I reckon they should get through. North Melbourne should do that with a Buddy Franklin situation. Yeah. But I don't think you do it for the money at this stage. They should just drag Anthony Stevens' wife back out and say, we got a, all the best full forwards. Yeah, only the best full forwards touch this, brother. Is Boomer Harvey still available? <laughs> yeah, he's probably still running around for like Greensboro Resis or yeah. some shit. Yeah, yeah. Just, just fucking give him another game. All right, mate, do you want to play fucking 7,000 games? All right, fucking go for it. You can be captain, coach, CEO. We don't give a fuck. This is North Melbourne. <laughs> All right. 
So there, <laughs> there was another bit of controversy this week. I didn't think it was all that bad, but uh, they cracked the shits about it on the footy on Classified. It was a gesture many applauded as Bryce Gibbs was chaired off the ground by former teammates and good friends Mark Murphy and Kate Simpson. But veteran journalist Caroline Wilson and former Port champion Kane Corns weren't a fan of the unorthodox farewell. I found it extraordinary to see two Carlton footballers, albeit two of his closest mates, carry Bryce Gibbs off the ground. This is this, this is the player that wanted to leave. Like, if you've really got killer instinct and you're disappointed about missing the finals and rebuilding for the 20th straight year, you don't stand there and chair off a player who wanted to leave your club to chase a premiership. Fucking Cornsy. Yeah, the proud history of Port Adelaide. Sticking back up again, yeah. Rebuilding, okay. rebuilding for the twentieth straight year. What a cunt! Like, you can't. You're not always rebuilding until you win a flag. They no. had a shot. They had a good side. They. What do you mean? They made a grand final. Yeah. They had a good season. What the fuck are you talking about? Fucking stooge. But I don't. They're fucking. It's pretty funny though. Pretty funny how people got worked up about it. Yeah, and look, Caro says it herself. Two of his best mates, like. What's the big fucking deal? I like, but I like the whole thing. It's like nobody gave a fuck at no. the on the first bounce of this game. No one gave a shit. But they thought they knew beforehand they were doing it. This was planned. Yeah, exactly. There was 100%. no way this wasn't planned. It was just planned. Everyone teed off on it. But then fucking, but those two dickheads thought that they were going to be cheering him off whilst they were smiling. And going, we can still mathematically make finals. And then Bryce Gibbs would have gone like, I'm so proud of you guys. We got so pumped. Yeah. But I'm proud of you guys. But instead, he's walking off like, it's like all, it's almost like that I played so good today and we beat you by that much that you have to pretend that you, like I'm the fucking Pharaoh and Moses is, I'm not the fucking Charlie. <laughs> 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 I don't fucking know. I'm trying it together, but it fucking makes some sense. I fucking really like it. it. I like the idea that he's like, I want to be a fucking pharaoh. Like, there's there's 3,000 people in the audience, max, because no one gives a shit about going to that game. Even though you can go, no one went. And he's like, I want to be a pharaoh. Hey, do you boys... What can you make a scepter out of one of the uh, the goal umpires' flags? Because I like I think a scepter would really <laughs> <laughs> fucking pharaoh. Yeah, don't try and play that down. That was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, but they got fucking what's it called? They got um all the like it is so fitting. I love it that fucking um Cade Simpson didn't retire that day either. Like he said, I'm going one. He's going one more week playing this week. Then he'll yeah. fucking do his retirement. And fucking that that was so fitting because. All those Carlton fans stayed and cheered off Bryce Gibbs with like, we love you, Gibber. Oh, my God, Gibber, you are a true bagger forever. They did that when I couldn't have seen any more simp activity than that. That was more pathetic, right? Because he got to win, because they won the game that, um, what do you call it? It was like old school. It was like when I drafted. They'd say, like, if you beat me, you have to be my slave for the day. Ha, ha, yeah. ha. And that's why they had to cheer him off, because the two of them had to accept he was the best footballer out of all of them. And we were like, we really wish you could have been here. It would have been great. Maybe we could have done something. You know? And it gives him getting cheered off. And he's like, fucking. And then he says, sack Teague. No one actually heard that. That was pretty funny. I like that part. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I was thinking about the whole sack thing. And who haven't we yeah. sacked? 
who hasn't been on the sacking block? So we've we've said sack Teague, we've said sack Shaw. Give the chair. Sack. Give gives the chair. Give gives the chair. Just lead him into the fucking <laughs> leading invisible editor back in it. Yeah. Give gives the chair. Okay, we've got a beautiful, beautiful fucking live chopstick come in from Rod Evans. Thank Rod you, Rodders. He comes in with Give Gibbs the chair. Useless cunt. That's actually a fucking really good point. Because that proves that um that was what they were doing. Really all they were doing was they were chairing him off to the chair for the symbolic and ultimate fail gesture is Carlton Crew don't accept trade. Once you fucking go back on us, you're fucking dead, bro. Yeah. Done. Fucking Mick Gatto sitting there in the fucking change room. So finally come. Retiring, huh? Retiring, huh? You never they, you didn't you still fucking Dan Andrews keep me in Victoria? I nah, fucking mate, run nah. Victoria. I got a I got a fucking crane company that came in and lifted me out of La Poqueta, the one that fucking <laughs> fucking the country shot at. I fucking got out and they said, Where do you want to go, Mick? I said, Fuck it, I gotta fucking fix up that little situation I got with Bryce Gibbs. Fucking Brendan Fabola was texting him the whole day. Don't suck Gibbs. Don't do anything to Gibbs. He's a sick cut. He, when he was 18 and I was 28, he was running around with dildos with me in the street. It was sick. I love Gibbs. <laughs> I can't think of a better a better lead-in to. Uh, did you get a message? <laughs> did you did you get a message from KB? Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, course, great. You don't touch a man's <laughs> wallet. You don't touch his wife. Playing the door, and he just said, "You're all cowards." I'm prepared to. Just apologize. I'm prepared to actually fight him. Oh. <laughs> no, no, I don't mean legally. I mean physically. <laughs> yeah, this week Gary's garage. Gary's garage for you know those that may not be acquainted with it. Gary's garage is the podcast form known as um, Cutting Grass, which is the podcast between um Alex Rance, Richmond legend and fornicator, um. Gary Lyon, media legend and fornicator, and Wayne Carey, AFL, media, and prison legend, and quite well-known fornicator. So we've got these three legends of the AFL world in the same garage at Gary's place whilst we're still in quarantine in Victoria. So, okay, in the transcript I've gotten from... um, from B, uh, from KB Kevin Bartlett at uh, SEN, um, he still works there, but only as the producer. So he sent me the, in this today. Um, so this is the uh, this is the latest transcript from um, Cutting Grass. So uh, you know, um, Nikki Brownless makes fucking um, everyone a cup of tea, and it all kind of kicks off from there. So she comes in and brings the tea in, and then Gary's like, "Oh, thanks for the tea, Nikki." And then Brant says, oh, did you make me a jasmine tea? And he said, of course, of course. I know, I know. You don't, you can't handle the dark one. And he says, yeah, <laughs> I, I can't. I can't stand it. It's a bit too much. And he says, oh, shut up, pussy. And then, and then Rance goes, it's weird that that gives me a boner. And then um, Alex, and then fucking Wayne Carey just starts yelling. And he's like, why are we getting tea in Mexico? They are drinking coffee when they wake up in the morning. Little boys drink coffee when they wake up in the morning. They're ready to go. They're ready to go. If there's anything that the last three know is that we're ready to go at all times. We can't control ourselves. That's why people love us. And then Gary says, we're trying to change here. This is 
a new way we're going forward. I want to bring it down a bit. I want to bring it down a bit. And then fucking Wayne Carey says, you know what? Fuck the two of you. I'm fucking out of here. And he says that, fuck the two of you. Stan Australia has come and offered me a film contract. You, They saw my work on the Full Monty, and they saw how big my fucking dick was. So fucking Full Monty. And I fucking want to get more in a fucking duck's hog. And then Gary says, just just sit down. We're going to talk about the lead into finals. Uh, Rance, what do you, what do you, Alex, what do you think? That you reckon um, Richmond their favourites again? And then Duck says, I couldn't give less of a shit. My football legacy is about to be folded in half. And then Gary says, oh, I see what you did there. That's a, that's a clever one, Duck. Shut up! Stan Australia is offering me a football movie contract and we've got the cast and crew ready to go. We're doing an Australian remake of The Longest Yard. It's going to be starring me. It's going to be starring me alongside Andrew Lovett, Ben Cousins, Jordan DeGoey and Elijah Taylor. And we're going to star in the funniest movie Australia's ever seen. We're even contracted to see if we can get Gary Ablett in there. We're going to make the opening scene, me and him in a fucking, me and him doing a, doing a little bit of a funky act in a fucking, in a, in a, in a, um, in a hotel room. I can't really talk more about the lawyers are still looking over that, what, what we can and cannot mention from that. But it's going to be bloody fantastic. And um, you guys, you guys are going to be watching it and cackling and laughing. I'm going to be Australia's Eddie Murphy. Just you watch. Just you watch. Eddie Murphy wasn't in that movie. Well, someone was. And then fucks off and says, if you want to catch me, see me at Duck Shack. So I guess Duck Shack is the is the new one. That's interesting, yeah, because I got sent um, direct from Duck himself uh, the first episode yeah, right. of Duck Shack. Um, it's it's, oh, it's yeah, I got I got cut out of I got cut out of the Duck Shack. It's list. a bit of a different tone, but let's let's go to Duck Shack. <laughs> Welcome to Duck Shack. This is fucking Duck Shack. No holds barred. No holds barred. No rules. You know what? You know what I want to fucking talk about? I want to talk about sexual assault. I want to talk about sexual assault in the AFL. Because I know the foremost things... Yeah, but it does raise an interesting point. We've had we've had another AFL player uh, arrested for indecent, or is this is just sex, straight up sexual assault, isn't it? I'm um, pretty sure. Yeah. Um. So, and it's <laughs> quite unironic that it coincides with Jordan Dugowie coming back to the AFL to get Collingwood over the fucking line. Mamba mentality performance, playing for his freedom. They better change his jumper number at the end of the season. Yeah, twenty-four. Just play into it. Just put it. Give him number four. <laughs> yeah. Ah oh, man. So yeah, 
I mean, what is it to say? Like, I'm glad like we've left this to the end of the. Well, it's not even the end of the episode. It's near the end of the episode. We'll talk about finals and actual football soon. But it's kind of I wanted to bury this further in the episode because I'm sick of opening episodes with, "Hey, guess which fucking football players did some fucked up shit this week." What was the kid's name? Kebab Zone. Yeah, Kebab. Oh, hang on. There's an ad for Kebab Zone. Yeah, we've got an ad for Kebab Zone. Kebab Zone. 22 Orchard Ave Surfers Paradise. Come down now. Yeah, so go get your fucking kebabs at Kebab Zone in Surfers Paradise. Um, Fuck yeah, I'm going to be that small business. Oh, mate, I can't wait till we go up, hopefully next year when we can go up to the Mighty Medi to watch a game. Uh, Kebab Zone and uh, uh, Hollywood oh, Showgirls. Yeah, imagine if we get to go to Kebab Zone with Matty Rao. Oh, I reckon we can make it happen. <laughs> I think we can bear make it happen. Um, well, fuck. Well, look, I want to I keep away from the sexual assault shit because it's not worth talking about. These people are fucking assholes. And I, and I, I, I don't want to fucking say their names. You know what I want to do? I want to, I want to like, the people, the innocent victims. One good point. One good point. One good point. They're fucking, look, I'm not going to be fucking, um, not going to be dread. Like, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Whatever. Not like we're fucking experts or anything, whatever the fuck. But like, I love how they fucking, they started going like, uh, the Sydney Swans. What a good job. What, a, what an amazing thing they've done. Because they, they stood the cunt down. They kicked, they said, fuck yeah. it, he's out, whatever. Because he's fucking, he's 18, he just joined the list. The most invested, they thought they had a little bit of investment in him. They gave him Goods' number. They thought he was going to be something special. They thought he was going to be something. But then, ultimately, they haven't invested anything in him. He isn't a part of the fabric of the club. He wouldn't have many friends, if any. No. But, like, he wouldn't, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be like, if you took a player out of a club that's like, like when they delist a player that's been there for like six years, even that's an issue because they're like, yeah. well, who's he friends with? But yeah. then he, then that's going to make them play shitter. It's almost worth it if we yep. keep him on a rookie contract. But this guy means nothing. And then it means so much if they kick him. It does so much positive PR. If they just go, well, we're going to stand down. Look, he's in charge. But they kick him the fuck out. Yeah, but if you join to go and you can kick five goals a fucking week, it doesn't matter. In a, uh, yeah, yeah. If you're the guy that can single-handedly drag your club across the fucking finish line yeah. and into the final series, no one's gonna fucking. You, it doesn't matter how many they can get. Fucking Matthew Lloyd and Kane Corn doing a fucking um streak across the CBD of Melbourne, yelling "Free Australia, Free Victoria," and lock up fucking Jordan Degoy in the same cell as Dan Andrews. Yeah, they could be charging that through the fucking streets. It fucking. Buckley would still play him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. At this rate, Jordan Ngoi could bash Eddie Maguire on footy classified. And they do, they like, it was just a lapse of oh, <laughs> Everyone's done that. Everyone's bashed the, the president of the club on national television. You know, it's just one of those things. They just walk through the wrong door. Yeah. You know, you just have a lot of drinks. And then you get all of a sudden he walks through the wrong door and he's on the live set of Footy Classified <laughs> and he's punching Eddie in the face. But he obviously thought Eddie 
was the toilet bowl and he was trying to close it. That's why he was throwing his head vertically down into the fucking desk. And if he we've learned And if we've learned anything from Joel Selwood, a toilet bowl can mean anything from an actual toilet bowl to your girlfriend's face. So who knows no, what he was punching? I'm sick of you lefties trying to fucking put metaphors into shit. <laughs> he was just having a fucking night, you know, just like one of the boys. But yeah, I think that sums it up. Yeah, fucking cool. Uh, oh, look, it goes to the other ad that we promised last week, uh, Hollywood Showgirls on the Gold Coast. Uh, we got an ad for you as well. Oh, what a beautiful lead-in for that. Yeah. No, no, nothing wrong with nothing, nothing Hello that. No, no, no. No, no, no. Look, I was trying to escape talking about it and playing the clip and be like, look, we're, we're positive for sex workers. But anyway. Oh, you could have told me that. Well, I was trying, but then then we were like, <laughs> then we then we do what we always do. So anyway, here's the ad for Hollywood Girls. On, uh, yeah. Hello and welcome to Hollywood Showgirls on the Gold Coast. No expense was spared in creating Australia's hottest gentleman's club. Hollywood showgirls on the Gold Coast. Indulge yourself in a club that boasts more penthouse pets than any other venue in the Southern Hemisphere. As you relax in exquisite Italian leather seating with your drink of choice, just the way you like it. Setting our main stage apart from the rest is the prestigious two-story waterfall and vertical dance poles under a backdrop of charming velvet curtains. Encircling the stage is comfortable seating, allowing you and your friends to relax, kick back, and enjoy our performances. Hollywood Showgirls on the Gold Coast. The only choice. So there we go. We promised it yeah, to him. Signed up for the, the mailing list. Quote. Had a look at their roster. Gonna, Highly recommend it. I got a direct quote from um, the owner of um, uh, Hollywood Showgirls. Yep. After the whole um, city stack incident, he um, he just wanted me to let everyone know that it's not blood, it's chili sauce. You Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so what I'm looking at now is the projected Fox Footy top eight. Who have you got, Alessio? We'll go. We'll go with who you've got one through four, and I'll tell you who Fox has got. Uh, it's gonna be Port and Brisbane, and Brisbane's gonna have to fucking play fucking Richmond. Yep, you're right there. So far, you're right. Port, Port number one, Brisbane number two. And then Northern they've got Rick. Yep. And then St. Kilda. Yep. Then Collingwood. No. Oh, Bulldogs. Yes. And then Collingwood. Yes. So, yeah, man, you, you basically nailed it. So they've got Port Adelaide, Brisbane, Richmond, Geelong, West Coast, St. Kilda, Doggies, and Zip Highs. Now, that would leave, who are we looking at? Melbourne. Melbourne and GWS. Do they have like a statistical chance this weekend? I think they have. I think they do. I think they do. After fucking the, um, the big brain management move of, let's drop the fucking captain. <laughs> <laughs> How much are we paying him? 
enough to sit on a bench. <laughs> yeah. He was the most, he was the, he's the highest paid person in the coach's box. Yeah. <laughs> and this is why this episode's called Million Dollars Players in the Twos. Okay, so the predicted finals I have is the first qualifying final being Port versus the Cats at Adelaide Oval. First elimination final. We're really going to do this instead of talking about how um, North Melbourne can finish on the bottom. This is that's the more interesting shit. The mathematical equations of how fucking North Melbourne can. I think North Melbourne. Okay, fuck um, it. All right, fuck the finals. Tell me, tell me, Alessio. North Melbourne needs to lose by seventy points this week. It's so, doable. West Coast can do it. <laughs> West Coast can do it. Lock of the week. <laughs> and then Adelaide just needs to not lose by that much. Just don't get pumped. Just bring it to Who's Adelaide, Ad- who's Adelaide play? Tigers. They're one of the most important teams right now. Adelaide, come on. Tech, you can do it, Adelaide. Fucking channel in that fucking, what's the guy? Chuck Norris. The um the guy that's <laughs> Matty Rowell's dad or whatever. Channel him in and start team hitting players. They don't even want you at fucking at um, Adelaide anymore. You took over Godbra. It's now Texas Wadbra. He's the fucking king of that, um, Adelaide now. He's the highest soul kicker that club's ever seen. Just go around and start fucking just king hit Jack um, Rewalt. King hit him. Fucking take him out. Or fucking just fucking punch fucking Dusty right in the hamstring. Fucking clean up the fucking Take him out of some shit. Bryce Gibbs, you do it for me. Come on, man. You're meant to be like a fucking proud blue bagger. Well, come on. I could have been going for every every fucking bit of my, um, what do you call it? Biology was meant to be saying I should be going for that club. So stand up for me, Bryce Gibbs. Get one last game in and take out Rewalt. So then Brisbane can win a final. Come on. I don't want to go double sticks out again. Come on. <sighs> Mate, you were 100% right. Talking about the finals was boring. That was way better. How much does North Melbourne have to lose, boy? Points. All right, it's, North it's Melbourne. Doable. North Melbourne. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a gag machine. All right. Gag machine, come on. We're on fire tonight. Don't let it die in there. We can, we, I think we didn't even hit the 40-minute mark with that fucking whole dilemma of there was a buzzing in the room. I don't know. Joel had like, um, yeah, so North Melbourne playing Weagles. All right, um, lock of the week, 70 points. They're going down. <laughs> Eagles will be flying high. It, it's locked in. West Coast Eagles have made a transition to speed from Coke because of its um, cut to the fucking budget, but I still think they can fucking pull it off. Hot take, hot take. We've got the St. Kilda Saints, another team that is known for... They've always been using speed. They've never been able to afford anything higher grade than that. No. They're versed in the fucking... Um, they're versed in the actual source of speed in Australia, Western Sydney. Um, <laughs> I don't know who I've got to <laughs> I'm a gag yeah, you're killing it. Hot um, take, hot take. Yeah, hot um, yeah, look, I'm going to load the ladder, but the fucking, the, the Australian government is fucking living my, they, they want me to lay off the fucking, oh, yeah, fuck that. Western Sydney ain't making it. That, nah. that club's in shambles. Um, Yeah, I reckon St. Kilda are going to, fucking, I never have faith in that club, though. Fucking, for a, for a club that's built on sainthood and fucking some sort of... You'd never put the words faith and St. Kilda in the same sentence. That's pretty much the road. <laughs> and it's funny because they're the saints. Me, you should have faith yeah. in a saint, but you don't. Yeah, you should have faith in a saint, but fuck, you don't. All right, um, then we've got uh, Saturday. Oh, Saturday. We've got the game that everyone's been waiting for. The fucking saliva's dripping on the floor for the fucking game of the year that we've been waiting for. No more suspense has ever been put in a fucking AFL game. 
We've never had to wait more than 10 weeks for an AFL game, all right? We've got the Bombers versus the Demons. Oh, whoa. Fucking cancel your plans. Yeah, we've got the um, we've got the game that's going to stop a nation. It's uh, it's going to be one hell of a game. Um, John Warsfold's going to go out in the pre and post game saying, "I don't even give a fuck about this side." The only and thing that can make this game better than the Melbourne Cup is if they just shot a whole bunch of horses before the game started. Love it, I love it because the fan bases of both these teams probably own horses. Plenty yeah, of I'm them. I'm not yeah. even given a tip for that one. The yeah. both those fucking, both these games are no Yeah, here's a Danaher, tip. Everyone loses. Everyone loses. That's the fucking, that's, that's, it's not a tip. It's a spoiler. Everyone loses. <laughs> All right. We've got Adelaide versus Richmond. Um, the Crows might win as the most informed team in the comp. Um, I like them. Um, I, I reckon if, if we had the budget, Billy Brown was currently be doing Another fucking cutaway to like, thanks, Alessio. Yeah, you better get on them phones. They're, they're looking bloody good. If I wasn't an alcoholic and needed the money, I definitely would still be telling you to back them. Legitimately, you know, if you guys buy four shirts, we'll make that happen. <laughs> it's all it takes, um, four shirts. Yeah. Well, if you buy four shirts, we promise you we will attempt to get um, fucking Billy Brown was to read out a cameo, which is I'm an alcoholic that preys on other broken Australian <laughs> men by working for a sports betting company. <laughs> You'll probably fucking do it. <laughs> Hundred bucks. That's a lot of froffies. That's Bye. a lot of froffies. <laughs> uh, we've got um, Brisbane Lions with Carlton. Uh, Brisbane Lions formerly. Girls, get off the phone to Gary. He's not your dad. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, okay. That Saturday night showdown. I hope Cade Simpson loses another game to put him as the undisputed holder at 215 losses. Currently, he's at 214. That doesn't have a, a yeah. ring on Speaking it. Speaking of but fucking Cade Simpson, losses. who retires at 340 fucking two? Play eight more games, you pussy. Yeah, I know. They should just put him in there. It's not like they're going to win anything next year. No, fucking just hell. fucking play eight yeah. more games. And just admit that you're going to re-sign Eddie Best. Just admit, admit it. it. You're not going to. Just admit it. It's like they're ashamed of it. It's like, look, we can't. We don't have any better small forwards. We're going with Eddie Best again. I'll promise you this: when Eddie Best does get re-signed, we're doing a fucking special emergency celebration episode for Wholesome Eddie. Because <laughs> I hope he gets the big bucks. <laughs> Yeah, what's a big buck? Fucking Corn says he likes you. I don't know. Ugh, um, all I, right. I, I'd uh, rather I'd got, rather not have that. <laughs> uh, we've got Hawthorne versus the Suns. Matty Rowe to coach one last time in the last chance for his coaching career. He's got Hawthorne versus the Suns. I'm backing in Matty Rowe. I'm backing Matty Rowe. I'm not backing Gold Coast. I'm not backing S- uh, who they're playing. Hawks. Hawks. I'm not backing either team, but I'm batting. I'm, I'm backing Matty Rowe for the win. Then we've got the Sydney Swans versus the Geelong Cats in the Ablett Salwood comeback match in the game where Alwood and Sablet and Alwood and Sablet. I like Salwood. it. 
Oh yeah, I was, Sablet. Trying, to, I was trying to figure it out. Sablet. I wouldn't Sablet. They're gonna flop both their cocks out in the fucking pre-match circle jerk, and they're gonna say, "You see these? They might not be big. They might not even be impressive. They might not <laughs> even make impressive children." But I'm telling you, they're gonna. Hot they're, take. They're Hot better take. than whatever you pulled out of your pants last week. And they're going to be pointing at Hawkins and say, if you can't kick 10 goals tonight, you're sacked. We're going to get Buddy in. We don't even like you. And that's why it's chopping block of the battery. They know they got to win. And then we've got Fremantle versus the Western Bulldogs. There's another drug reference in there. I don't care who wins out of that one either. No. I reckon fucking Fremantle's going to win and going to kick Bulldogs out of the A. I fucking don't like that club. Because you never won a premiership because you were good. You won it on the biggest flip of all time. Buddy should have won four. Thanks. Um, and last game, Collingwood was Port Adelaide. If the Collingwood Magpies can do anything it's for me, it, it'd probably be um, beat and Port Adelaide. Cause I fucking, I, I'd break Brisbane against the long way more than fucking, fucking Brisbane against Richmond. Fucking yeah. I, I had a nightmare last night. But I don't know. Most, I've never had a footy nightmare, but I had a nightmare. <laughs> where I had to fuck, it was Collingwood fucking um, beating Brisbane in the grand final, and I'd never thought about it going the other way. I'd never thought of it. And I thought, that would be so bad. That would be so bad. Because they'd all be cheering. They'd be like, this is revenge. We've got him. We've got him back. They'd be frothing at the mouth. They'd be fucking out of Victoria Street. Just I don't even give a shit anymore. My nightmares are gone forever. They'd grab my fucking 10 syringes out of the gutter and be like, Eddie, Eddie forever. Just have them all in. I don't even give a shit if I find a vein. They'll I'm paint not fucking ruthless leaders. They'll paint all of Hoddle Street black, white, black, black and white. Yeah, and then they'll fuck, they'll be that over the top. They'll fucking get oh, be brutal. for the remake that fucking black and yellow song, but white and black, white and black. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome. You were you were hundred percent right, Lesio. It was good to go through the uh, the fixture. You did have plenty more gags. You're a fucking gag machine, like you said. I'm a gag machine. Let's end on that. You can do whatever you want with no. Someone will say something homophobic. All right. See you later. Chopsticks, 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 I love them chopsticks, chopsticks.